Hi, I'm Alicia Rochelle with Daily Mom Grinds, and today is January 27th, 2022. I hope everyone listening far and wide is well, and we will be getting started. So let's go. Today's show is titled Road Rage, the Pandemic and Our Safety Tips for Managing Road Rage During the Times We're In Today. Okay, guys, so I'm going to start off with a story. So yesterday, I uh, picked up my second to the youngest son from his after-school activities, and I was in a pretty good mood, uh, for the most part. I had a few things on my mind, thinking about some projects coming up. Um, I took my youngest son with me, and the drive to pick him up literally is less than 15 minutes. So I would say it's about 10 minutes. I went to pick him up. I got him and I decided, I said, you know, it might be a little easier today to just grab something. That way I can get ready for some important things I have coming up. So I decided that instead of going home and preparing a big meal, I was looking in the refrigerator. I know you moms know that feeling and you're just like, okay, so if I thaw this out, even after I do that, it's probably going to be a minute. I found this little extra stash. Maybe if I just grab pizza or something like that, and then I'll cook tomorrow. So this was one of those days. So we went, we proceeded, we got the dinner. On the way home, it's just one, I would say maybe two miles from home. We picked up the food. And we were heading home. And as we were heading home, there are two lanes. Uh, of course, the right lane, which is generally the slower lane, and then the left lane. Some people use that to change. Some people just drive a little you know, faster. This was a 35 mile an hour zone. So as I was driving, the gentleman in front of me was a younger guy. Um, and um, it appeared that he was going about 19 miles an hour. And the reason why I know is because my youngest son in the back has a real funny tendency of monitoring how fast I go, as well as watching other drivers. And he will talk with me about what he sees out loud. He was like, mom, this guy in front of you is only going 19 miles an hour. I said, yeah, I know. And I I just really want to get home. So what I'm going to do is just go ahead and pass him. So as I was attempting to make a left lane, I couldn't yet make a turn because the lane on the left wasn't yet clear. But as it was clear, um, I got to the left lane and he could tell because as I was kind of as I was driving, I'm driving like 35 miles an hour. But as I see he's going slow, it slowed me all the way down. So, yes, inside I was frustrated, but I made sure I did not speak or say or engage at all with the person that was driving really slow. And I was able to get into the left lane, but he noticed that I was trying to pass him and did not want to allow me to pass him. Uh, And so he became, I don't know what you want to call it, incensed and decided as I was going to get over to get in front of him that he was going to ride next to me and not allow me to do that. At this point, I'm kind of baffled. My second to the youngest son was like, mom, what's going on here? And I'm going, I don't know. I I just would like to get home. I am frustrated at this point because I just want to get in my lane so I can turn off. I was literally not even a quarter of a mile away from the house. 
So as this guy continued to kind of race next to me to keep me from getting in front of him, I literally put, I slowly put my foot on the brake and I think that surprised him that I wasn't going to go back and forth. So as he managed to get into his own zone, when it was clear and it was clearly clear, I had lots of space in front. I did get ahead so that I could turn. At this point, I just had a few feet left before I was going to need to make a right hand turn. Before making that right hand turn, this gentleman was not okay with A, me getting in the lane in front of him and B, he proceeded to ride up on the tail of my vehicle um, and he did not honk his horn, but he was incensed. He was angry, I guess, because I did finally get over. He began to flip off my youngest son and flip off me. And luckily I was able to turn off into where we needed to go to go down into our home. This had become a road rage incident that uh, incident that I did not want to participate in. And so I did not engage with him. Um, a friend later asked me, you know, hey, Alicia, do you think the reason why he might have gotten upset is because when you were trying to make a turn, maybe it looked like you were tailgating him? I said he might have taken it that way, but I don't tailgate people. So the thing that I usually try to do is make a turn. But because I felt like he did not want to allow me to do that, that is where we went into a whole nother like mode, or at least he did. And again, I did not engage. So this is not the first time that something like this has happened to me. Another time something like this happened, I was on the freeway with the same son, uh, the older one, and he didn't even know it was happening, but I watched it clear as day. It was someone that really wanted to play cat and mouse or was bored or there are different reasons why people are acting the way they're acting. And we're going to talk about that in today's show, but I just want to give you one other example. So I had just got off my freeway, made a left and following traffic guidelines, speed guidelines, doing everything right. And so this particular guy, I felt like even when I was on the freeway, he would kind of drive up close to me and then drive back and drive up close to me. So I had gotten off on an exit and I was hoping he would not get off on this exit. Well, unfortunately he did get off and um, he ended up following me as I switched into the right lane, he switched into the right lane. And so I said, okay, well, maybe that's just... You know, I'm not going to pay any attention to that. So as I made my turn, he turned right behind me. So I got into the left lane and he got right behind me. So even as I tried to make distance between us, he made it a point to stay on my, he began to tailgate me. And so instead of continuing this process, I found the place that I could turn off to and I turned off and he, of course, went on about his business. So I don't know what that guy's situation is, but I do know that as moms dealing with all that we have to deal with and we have to go pick up our kids, we got to go to work, we've got to, all of the different things we do, right? The last thing you want to be worried about is dealing with people that have, for whatever reason, they're in a different mindset. And if you don't interact correctly with them, you can be in a very bad situation, which can lead to an accident, an injury, and even death. 
And so I just wanted to look at for a second just how prevalent this type of stuff is. And of course, people will share with you all the time, you know, yeah, I, I didn't appreciate him. I don't get involved. I, You know, they will express to you, I'm frustrated. I, you know, hey, I let this person know. I don't even like to honk my horn. I just don't. And I don't recommend it unless it's something that you have to do. So today's show, we're actually going to talk about road rage and how that has been either increased or become more prevalent during the pandemic because many police officers are saying that they've seen an increase since there's been a pandemic. And then just safety tips that you can use when you're out and about to try to avoid being in a situation with someone that could literally be the cause of a loss of a life. And so let's just talk about it here a little bit. So I did grab one article today and I'm mostly just going to use this article to reference, you know, some examples because it was written July 13th. So we know that, you know, of course, that was during the pandemic. The pandemic is still going on now. Um, and this uh, website is pewtrust.org. I will link it in the show notes. And I'm not going to read everything verbatim, but I just want to give a quick example of what can happen when road rage goes wrong. So here we've got an article written by Jenny Bergall, and she wrote, she actually writes, when an SUV cut off Marlon Smith's Jeep near the busy intersection in Las Vegas last month, he got angry and honked his horn. A passenger in the SUV got out and threw a beer can at Smith's Jeep. Witnesses told Las Vegas police that Smith then stepped out and argued with the passengers. Tempers flared and the SUV's driver ended up running over Smith. Police say critically injuring him. Smith, a 73-year-old retired Navy officer who had worked for security at Las Vegas casinos, died the next morning from blunt force trauma. This is what the Clark County Coroner's office had to rule his death as. And so that's one story, okay? Um, but here's what his daughter said. We're devastated about what happened, says Casey Frost, Smith's daughter, said in an interview with Stateline. We are all traumatized. My mom was in a car and witnessed her husband being killed. Across the country, road rage altercations already were a problem before COVID-19 pandemic struck. But in some areas, police say that they've seen incidents spike during the past year and half as people and and a half as people have become more stressed and tensions have flared more easily. And I have noticed this as well. I've been driving down the freeway and I've seen people racing, tailgating, switching lanes. It was one day it was really bad. I was driving down I-35. No, this was I was actually on Mopac South uh, here in Austin. And I don't know what these two guys were doing, but they were pretty, it seems like they were kind of going back and forth. And then at some point people started switching lanes. So as I saw this happening, I slowed up and you know, kind of tried to move to the side to get out of the way. And by the time it was all left, you know, one of the guys was kind of swerving back in the lane and he hit a car that was probably, 
I don't know how many feet ahead of me it was. And I remember looking at the car and the guy looked down in his car like, wow, he saw what was happening, but he wasn't able to get out of the way. And the other car kind of flipped after it hit this car. So who knows, right guys? This is another reason why we don't want to engage in road rage. Okay. Um, it also says that, let me see, because I don't want to do the whole article, but some police departments have started tracking road rage incidents. Others have set up task force or held news conferences alerting the public about the problem. Um, and this is basically um, what the North Carolina Police Department said. People are getting shot. People are getting hurt, said Officer Blake Page, a spokesperson for Charlotte Police Department in North Carolina. It's just not worth it. So just in the past several months, um, they had an incident in Orange, Cal um, Orange County, California, where a six-year-old was riding in um, a vehicle booster seat uh, while his mother was driving him to kindergarten and a car had cut her off on the freeway and the mother held up her middle finger. That angered one of the occupants who allegedly grabbed a gun and fired into the back of her car, striking the child. And I'm going to give one other incident and then we'll get back to some of the steps that you can take to avoid road rage. So in Lumberton, North Carolina, a 47-year-old mother of six from Pennsylvania was riding in the passenger seat with her husband in March on the way to the beach to celebrate their anniversary when she was fatally shot during a road rage incident. The couple's SUV had come close to another car during a merge, angering the other driver who allegedly fired multiple shots in the passenger's door. So... This is what we are dealing with right now. Road rage, case, road rage cases sometimes begin with a minor fender bender. Uh, the drivers start off arguing about that and who's at fault and it goes from there. But often road rage results from aggressive driving such as excessive speeding, weaving through traffic, tailgating, or cutting off another driver. At, aggrieved drivers might respond by yelling or flashing an obscene gesture. Usually nothing more happens, but sometimes incidents can intensify, intensify. Drivers have thrown objects, ran or swiped another car or forced a vehicle off the road. So this is basically what we're dealing with right now in 2022. It's been going on and many of law enforcement officers are stating that there has been, let's see here, if the, if the trend continues, every town projects there will be more than 500 deaths or injuries involving road rage incidents with guns in 2021. So far this year, someone has shot and killed and are injured every 18 hours, said Sarah Bird Sharps, the group's research director. And this is what I wanna make sure I add. The pandemic has brought all sorts of new stressors into our lives. This is right, guys. We just want to be honest about that. And gun sales have surged. This is what the bird sharps lady said. Many people have suffered from the uncertainty of job loss. I think those stressors make you have a shorter fuse. So if a gun is right there in the car, these incidents, which would just be an unpleasant, can turn deadly. So... And while no agency monitors road rage incidents nationally, there were 446 fatal crashes 
and resulting in 502 deaths linked to road rage. And that was in 2019, guys. This is the perfect, let's just listen to what um, Casey Frost, the daughter of the first road rage victim said. Road rage has completely gotten out of control. You can't just stop and honk your horn or flip a bird anymore because you could potentially lose your life. And so that is what I wanted to say today. I think that one of the worst things you can do and what's been proven here and what's said, and I'm actually going to uh, state here what highway safety is basically stating to do as well. And these are some of the same suggestions. You cannot engage with someone that's road raging. And if somehow you might have cut them off, don't get into it with them especially with everything that's going on today, guys. I really recommend you just not do it because you just never know what can happen. Um, so this is what is needed. Highway safety advocates say that the key to getting a handle on road rage is focusing on reducing aggressive driving by, by let's, let's take note of these, by ensuring that motorists act courteously. That means maintaining a proper following distance, using turn signals, allowing others to merge and not using hand gestures and long blasts on the horn. So, these are things that we really need to consider, even when we're just running down the street to grab dinner, picking up little Johnny uh, from baseball practice. You could literally just be making a simple trip and not even thinking about anything bad or negative and just run into someone who is not in the best of moods, may take you switching lanes you know, as something that they are angry with, if you switched in a way that could have caused a problem for them. And then suddenly, that's it. And that bird that you flip, that honked horn, that cursing or profanity that you use could be, can turn around and really cause a problem. If I'm not mistaken, I just saw something here in uh, Texas City, I believe, I think something like 20 hours ago, a report of a road rage happened and, and it was a death. It was a death. So we have to be safe. We have to look out for ourselves and our families. And more importantly, we have to look at the fact that the times that we're in today really are affecting a lot of us. And people don't share how they're feeling. They don't share what they may be going through. If someone is stressed, under anxiety, under pressure, um, is sad, um, that is in a whole nother mindset, they may take you accidentally cutting them off or you flipping a bird as something that means, okay, now it's war and I'm going to go to war with that person. So last but not least, I want to refer you to a very good movie that gives this point exactly. The movie is titled Unhinged. It was a thriller done back in 2020. And the uh, star actor in that movie was Russell Crowe. And something like that happened to Russell Crowe. And because I have a tendency sometimes to share too much about a movie, I don't want to do that. So I encourage you, and if you don't want to watch the whole thing, maybe just check out the trailer, which you can look at the trailer, you know, right there on YouTube, and you'll be able to get an idea of what that show is about. Folks, we are in a time that... There are a lot of people that are not 
okay. They're not well. They're not happy. Um, and if you just lost your job due to, you know, being ill, you lost a family member to COVID, there was something that happened that separated you from your place of employment and you are furious. And then just everyday life events leave a lot of us on the edge. Spiritually, the world that we live in, there are many things happening and many changes that are happening. And I will be going more into depth on the spiritual things that I see and deal with uh, on some shows in the uh, upcoming shows. As a believer, I've always been very much a, um, a spiritual person. But even before, you know, I became a believer, I always would have dreams. I always pick, would just pick up things. But as I've gotten close in my walk in faith, um, I have really began to see things. And just with everything that's going on now in the world today, people are high it's high tensions right now. And that's another reason why if you take a listen to the previous show, we are talking about the fact that there are going to be changes. We are going to be discussing things that really affect us as moms that can affect our families, things that we really need to get into more as the days progress, because I know people don't want to hear but things are not necessarily getting super easy for us. All you have to do is walk in the grocery store, look at the price of food now, um, look at everything, look real clear and see that the direction that things are going in, we we will definitely need to really just have those thoughts in our minds when we're out and about. And remember that, you know, somebody may be, things may be well for some of us and there's others that it may not be as well. It could be that they're okay, but somebody's sick in the home. I feel like I've given a few examples. So you guys know what I am talking about. <laughs> All righty. So I hope that this show did enlighten you, um, give you some information and some tips on how to stay safe driving home. Um, and to also recognize that we, we're still in the midst of a pandemic and it's not and it, it's it, it's not letting up and that there are people that are around us that are affected in ways we have no idea. And so let's try to look at that when we're out and about and try not to get too offended by drivers because some of the drivers are just not well. Okay, this has been Alicia Rochelle with Daily Mom Grinds. I wanted to let you know that you can also listen to us on Google Play, uh, on Apple Podcasts. We are on every, just about every major platform. So if you don't want to go to dailymomgrinds.com and listen that way, you can also listen on all the other various platforms. If you enjoy the show, please share it. If you really like it, let us know, you know, drop us a comment, um, by visiting dailymomgrinds.com or you can even share through Apple Podcasts or whatever ways you or whatever ways you choose to share. Remember to also pray. Pray for protection when you leave to go run and pick up your kiddos. That prayer could be just what covers you in these times and days that we're dealing with now. Alrighty, this has been Alicia. Take care until next time. Bye.